The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Hey, nerds. Discover your geeky haven with Twink.com. We've been delivering you the best products and all things pop culture for more than 20 years. Enjoy a wide selection of officially licensed merch from your favorite fandoms. We carry top brands from Disney, Funko, Marvel, and DC, Star Wars, Harry Potter, and much, much more. We also offer an array of exclusives that you won't find anywhere else. With all these collectible goods, you're definitely going to need a bigger boat. Dive in with code WINGEEKS15 to save 15% off your first order at toink.com. Forgive the interruption, but I believe this requires your attention. Meanwhile, at the above-ground underwater suborbital volcano lair... This is urgent. We need a response team. We're already putting together the best move. With all due respect, sir, so am I. I have a plan. <laughs> it's real! Mighty Marvel Geeks. That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Team? No, no, no. We're a chemical mixture that makes chaos. We're, we're a time bomb. Well then, son, you've got a condition. Your show about all things Marvel with Mike, Kylan, and Eric. What a bunch of losers. I am group. That I did know. These people may be isolated, unbalanced even, but I believe with the right push... I have indeed been uploaded, gentlemen, online and ready. And welcome to another issue of Mighty Marvel Geeks. It is the Intrepid Trio. Uh, yeah. Oh, Tylen, Eric, myself, Mike. Just trying to figure out where do I go that doesn't get us in trouble tonight. <laughs> Uh, I couldn't. What is that, people? <laughs> you ever have just one of those days that are just like, you know, a a cautionary tale of how not to to have a day? Yeah. And then we get home, it's just kind of like, yeah. Well, you know what? We're just gonna have some fun with this. Yeah. yeah. So, Eric, do you, do your thing. <laughs> just did again what's up my people <laughs> oh yes <laughs> i know you're not big on the air horn but it was appropriate that uh, was totally appropriate that was totally appropriate <laughs> I, I am down with the air horn tonight so uh check out the homepage, page it will get caught up soon promise mm. promise promise is all we ever get around here Part of it's been motivation. Uh, as we were talking before show, you know, you spend time in the hospital. You know, I didn't spend as much time as Kylan because um, all my stuff was outpatient, but it's still, you know, the heavy sedation and whatnot from surgeries. Right. Like just, it, I mean, it still, it still throws you off, man. But yeah. I mean, even though, you know, it only lasts for me a couple of days, it's still that, you know, you're still like, 
I, I just don't feel motivated. You still feel like a Pink Floyd video for like, what, three or four days afterwards? Yeah. Yes. For me, it's been almost two weeks and I'm still just kind of, eh. I oh, think, wow, too late. We're there. I think part of it is too, um, when I had my knee surgery, the, the painkillers I was given, I took first day, maybe day and a half, you know, within the first 36 hours of surgery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is not you know, to be expected. And then it was ibuprofen the rest of my time. Uh, with my foot, when, when I had my foot surgery, first three days, I was taking for pain, the pain medication. And then I slowly went from, okay, I'm just going to take it right before bed. And I stopped doing that late last week. But I'm still like, I I don't know. I don't know if the, I, I just, yeah, no, no major motivation at all in the day. It's, it's, a, it's a push. And, and what? No, go ahead. And I don't know if part of it's because, you know, I, I, I did get moved out of my partial split cast, soft cast into a into a boot. And it's just the whole thought of I'm not supposed to be putting weight on this, but I'm moving around the house without crutches, without the knee scooter. But we went to Disney Springs on Saturday. I went, went on the knee scooter. These guys will tell you, and you'll, you'll hear it when we recorded uh, in the recording because we recorded that night. Mm-hmm. I was exhausted. Yeah, I was beat. I woke up the next morning, and my leg—that was my left leg, which is you know where I had the knee surgery and the foot surgery, which was the one on the knee scooter. It hurt just as much as my right leg pushing the stupid scooter. Yeah, I, oh. I mean, because you still have weight on it, man. Yeah, well, most of the yeah, weight on the knee scooter is is on the shin. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's the fact that the knees bent and the whole—you know, you're still exerting. I'm still exerting off the quad, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're, still, you're still using those muscles. And the whole point of stay off of it is to keep you from using them as much. So Right. right. Well, with the knee, I'm pretty much okay. Now, because I've been doing physical therapy with this knee surgery, building up the quad muscles. Right. And it's just, oh, I really gave them a workout that physical therapy didn't even consider. I'm a knee scooter, <laughs> um, but um, but on our homepage, MightyMarvelGeeks.net, check out the right hand column. You'll see our affiliates such as um, Biddy Boomers. Use code WeBeGeeks, all one word, for fifteen percent off. Also, too, another one of our affiliates, which is a great affiliate. Uh, we love having them on. We actually on WeBeGeeks had Summer and the CEO of the company, yes. Steve. On Weeby Geeks last week. Oh, nice. And uh, this is from toink.com. I uh, use code WINGEEKS15. If you forget, just replay. Once you're done listening to the show, replay the uh, the intro. It's there in the intro. Um, mm-hmm. WINGEEKS15 for 15% off your purchase. And Eric, you've got the, uh, the Mighty Marvel Geeks Toink dot com pick of the week this week i do i do and of course you know i have to be a little bit of a rebel because normally uh here we're supposed to go just you know with marvel related merch but you know by god i have got to bend those rules a little bit because i am a former jeopardy champion therefore i cannot resist the Jeopardy Game Show Board Large Fleece Throw Blanket, 60-inch by 45-inch. Yes. And it looks just like it, – it's 
I would say it's almost actual size, but it really isn't. That that board is <laughs> a lot bigger than that. I'm, I'm gonna have to let Summer know that you picked that this week and why. I, actually, I gotta tell her she needs to listen to the show. This this okay, issue. Yeah, just tell her because you know it's kind of like a bait and switch. Well, not really. It's just kind of like just gotta keep her uh, keep went, her strung along until she finds out the uh, the god awful truth <laughs> that I am a former Jeopardy champion from the year 2006. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Okay, I have a Jeopardy side note <laughs> on the uh, on, on the uh, network. Oh gosh, what's the name of it? Um, one of the streaming networks. So anyway, one of the one of the streaming networks, one of the free ones, now has a uh, Alex Trebek Jeopardy channel. So it's yeah. all Jeopardy all the time. So Eric. You might get to see yourself on TV. I have the DVD. Oh, oh, you fancy. Okay. Yes, I have it to where I can watch it anytime I want. Man, I, I wish I could I, do that. I do not. Uh, I do not watch the last day. We're <laughs> <laughs> talking about the last day. And something I didn't know until years later, because of that, I have my own page on IMDb. Oh. I did not. Well, yeah. Well, that's cool. Pluto TV. That was it. Oh, okay. Oh, Pluto. Pluto. Yeah, yeah. I'm not surprised because isn't Jeopardy uh, owned by CBS, even though it's syndicated? I thought it yeah, was. Yeah, I believe it is. Yeah, um, so. Who owns Viacom? Viacom. I think that's. Uh, is Viacom Paramount, isn't it? It might be. But. I could be wrong. Now we were on the Sony lot when uh, when we did the taping. Yeah. As a matter fact, as a matter of fact, there was one building that had like one of the Spider-Man movies in production. I think. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. So yeah, check it out. I will get it up on Instagram. Just like last week's pick was the red or the blue Spider-Man 60th anniversary Sherpa blanket, which. Uh, after having Steve on, found out um, uh, Derek and I are actually getting one, and I'm going to be actually doing a review on it. Nice. Awesome sauce. So I'm um, trying to think, is there anything else uh, before we get into the show that I need? To, oh, emails or how you contact us. should do this more often. No. Uh, if you want to contact us, MightyMarvelGeeks at gmail.com is our email, or hit us up on Twitter at Marvel Geeks or on Instagram at Mighty Marvel Geeks. Uh, we are on Facebook. Uh, just search Mighty Marvel Geeks for our group or our page. Uh, but it's easier to reach us on Instagram or Twitter. So uh, those are ways of getting in touch with us. And one of us through email will get one of us or maybe all three of us will get back to you if you send us an email. Is that so? If you ask nicely enough, yes. Because that's a, that's a shared email from that we share. Yeah. Yeah, we'd love so, hearing from y'all. And, oh, guys, I'm working on getting a guest. Oh, really? A gentleman by the name of Sean C. Jackson. Sean Name C. may sound familiar, because we had him on over on Wookiee Radio mm-hmm. with the Star Wars mazes. Ooh. He has done Marvel mazes. Sweet. Oh. And I just got my copy of the book today. No yeah. pressure. No pressure, Sean. He's just so, committed to you being on the show with us. I've already been in talks with him. <laughs> He's aware. So we're working it out. I had to do, 
because it's Disney prop. Marvel's a Disney property. Yeah. Had to do the, the questions. Yeah. So this is beginning to sound suspiciously like the end of this week's episode of She Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> but, but you know, I'm not gonna. The questions I sent this time did not make us look like complete freaking geniuses to where Marvel's going to be scared and go, yeah, no. Okay. So, okay. Just just so long as we're not, not like, uh, what color is the book? I, I still want to get the author of the Wakanda Files. <laughs> yeah, what day, dude? One day. One day. Because that's still a great book. You know, it is. I, I, I have an extra that needs to be a, a giveaway. I, I got that giveaway. I also got to out my copies, too. So anyway, you didn't give that away, did you? No, no, I still okay. had mine. The, the the giveaway book still wrapped it. It's just mm. with the re redo of the room that I'm in uh, after we got our new flooring. It's uh, packed up in a box because I got some other books that I haven't found either. That could be like one of our next milestone issue giveaways. Yes, uh, we're coming up on 400. That sounds like a good milestone to me. Yeah. Absolutely. So, you hit her here first. Uh, speaking of which, too, I'm going to go ahead and announce it now. I want to go until September 20. Shoot. September 20 shoot? No. That 22nd or 20? September 22nd. From now September. till September 22nd. We did it earlier in the year. Actually, we did it back in May. No, it's June. We did it in June. We did what songs would you want to hear on a Guardian's? soundtrack yes be it right. ride movie animated project whatever mm-hmm. well we know at the end of guardians 2 he or peter has a zoom yes i don't remember if it was given to him by yondu no craglin gave it to him said that yondu had found it in a pawn shop somewhere gotcha mm-hmm. good memory thank you um so zoom came out we do not rehearse this show. Can you tell? Zoom was Zoom late nineties. Uh, uh, two thousand six. Two thousand six. Wow. Okay. The lifespan. So at this point in time, choose your top four songs that you would want to add to a Guardian soundtrack that Peter may have on his Zoom. On his Zoom, catch is we're only going to go till June of 2012 when it was discontinued okay so actually no we'll do the full year of 2012 okay so okay so any songs that have already been done now take a look at our spotify we have the list there and i will repost the the links for the the agent list and for the intrepid trio list are we going to do an intrepid trio list for this we're doing the zoom we're doing the trio zoom list yes okay all okay. right already so every up through 2012 so at this point in time where did yondu find this because obviously this is not going to have music from his mom well it might it might but it's it not might. i mean think about it how many how many spotify lists or how much on itunes can you get that was like classic rock right but the question i mean right. just, you couldn't have well I would say you can't have anything past 2012, but the thing is, Guardians takes place in 2014. Right. So figure, all this means means 
is that you can't have anything past 2014 on it. Right. But Mike did set the rule, nothing you know, through 2012, nothing after 2012. Right. So the question is going to be, do we go from you know, when the music that mom put on was till 84, right? Something like that. Okay, so let's change the parameters. Any music from 84 to 2012 or 85 to 2012. Okay. 85 to 2012. 85 to 2012. Okay. All right. Write that down. We are doing 85 to 2012. And it has to be songs that you feel are appropriate for a Guardian's soundtrack that may appear on this Zoom that Young Mike Zoom is going off. Okay. Guardian Zoom 84. 85. 85 to 2012. 85 to 2012. A five, twenty twelve. Oh so, my goodness! So Mike, okay. How many are we doing each? Are we doing like top four? Top four. Okay. And, well, in an honorable Other mention. Takeaway. And, and if there's that one that you feel is that borderline. Yeah, we can do honorable, honorable mention. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mike, Mike, Mike. Oh, dude. Okay. I, I'm expecting flavor flay on this. Maybe there's not. one song that I could think of right now that is so so Peter Quill. It is the most Peter Quill song that has ever Peter Quilled. I I, I is I'm just saying. I, just, I I'm just saying. When when I drop this song, you guys are gonna be like, yeah, that's Peter Quill. Okay. Question's gonna, right. question's gonna be. Would Rick Astley be on there? And could you see Peter dancing to Never Gonna Give You Up? Thing you know, is, I could. Yeah. It, I you could. Know, Rick Astley will loan you any movie in his collection of Pixar movies except one. He's never going to give you up? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> Gentlemen, it's time for the Fantastic Four takeaways. Uh, there's Thursday putting us right back on track, huh? God knows somebody needs. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we are going to touch on our legal damages for the week. Of course, we're referring to um, She-Hulk episode two. Yep. Uh, does it have a name? Yes, it does. Jennifer Walters versus GLK and H. <laughs> so, uh, Thursday, if you would help us out, please. Sending to your screens now. Thank you, Thursday. Number four. Kylan, why don't you start us off this week? Um, okay. Parents always think practically, especially when you have superpowers. I, I, I'm just, I, I'm just referring to the end credit scene where. You know, she, you know, Jen is holding up the car while they're changing the tire. Uh, Jen is like lugging in the the water uh, jugs. You know, parents like if if you had some type of superpower, and your parents are aware of it, they will find a way to use it practically. Like you know, if you if you were if if you could teleport, you know, be like, 
oh, could you take this to Aunt June? I, I you know, it, her birthday is tomorrow, and I forgot to mail it. So could you just pop over and give this to her? Yeah, you think Kamala's parents ain't thinking the same thing. Exactly. So, Eric. Exactly so. Your number four. My number four is actually piggybacking off of Kylan's number four because I was happy to see her dad is played by Mark Lynn Baker. Mm -hmm. TGIF TV people will remember as Cousin Larry from Perfect Strangers. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous, cousin Larry. <laughs> Let's do the dance of joy. <laughs> and again, this is this is a uh, this is this is a complaint I had early on with Ms. Marvel. Oh, uh, sheep. But it, it it wound up being a plus. It's kind of like family being a strength. Her dad is like totally based. Yeah. Basically saying, you know. Hey, I need your help with this. And they say, I, well, I did that just to pull you away because how are you? Yeah. And I thought, and, and he really, he, he wasn't starstruck. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't panicked. He wasn't in fear. It's just kind of like, you know, how's my little girl? Yeah, but, right. she, but she mentions in the first episode that the parents know, parents and family know. Yeah. So I, I wasn't surprised by the reaction when... Uh, well, all right. I, I wasn't surprised that they already knew. Right. It's just, and it could be that, yes, they didn't react very well when they first found out. But at this point, it's kind of like, okay, so you're big and green and strong. Yep. Right. Yep. My number four, mm-hmm. Jennifer's lock screen on her cell phone. Uh-oh. Okay. And I missed this. Oh, you did? Yeah. I'm assuming then Eric missed it, too. Yeah, I must have too. Picture of Captain America's backside. Oh my god! <laughs> love She's how this, got thoughts for Steve Rogers. Let's just go ahead and. I, I loved how that carries over from the first episode. Yes. So, uh, let's move on. Number three. Island. Island. Island is frozen. Okay, Eric, won't you? Uh, to Arendelle because he is freaking frozen. Let it go. Uh, no. For the first time in forever, I have to take over. Do you want to build a snowman? Uh, no, not really. Okay, so where do, where do I go with this? Um, I love the fourth wall breaking that it continues, and it's almost, it's almost kind of got that Allie McBeal feel now. Because she's breaking the fourth wall as she's going through the offices of uh, of her new employer, uh-huh. and I mean it's it's very hard to tell almost you know where she, if she's talking to the boss, she's talking to a coworker, or she's talking to us, and that's the, and that little bit where she just turns to say, "I'm going to spend the next year worrying about how I responded to that." Yeah. And that is, we we think of we think of Daredevil breaking the fourth wall, and we celebrate him for that. But really, She-Hulk was doing it long before he was. I mean, Deadpool. Who? Deadpool. You said Daredevil. Well, I, I got Daredevil in a future takeaway, but uh, yes, Deadpool. Yeah, which is true. She was breaking the fourth wall long before Deadpool was even created. So, uh, since Kylan's not back yet, 
My number three is the law firm, G, uh, GLKNH. Mm-hmm. And the question is, how many people know what that stands for? Well, uh, pretend that me and Kylan don't. Is this the week that I actually go deep with with my pick, with my uh, takeaways this week? It can happen. Okay. It can happen. Right, now, I do apologize because I disappeared for a second. So what was your what what, what did you say? For uh, my- nutshell, nutshell, my number three was I love that she's breaking the fourth wall as she's walking through the office. Okay. Yes. Okay. My number three is I uh-huh. jumped ahead. So you're going to be going back to back okay. is um, the law firm itself, GLKNH, and what it stands for. Okay. I saw your eyes blank, Kyle. So you're not frozen, <laughs> but you're frozen. Okay. So do you know what it stands for? I don't. I want to say this was mentioned in the comics, but I'm not positive. But for the sake of the show, GLKNH stands for Goodman, Lieber, Kurtzberg, and Holloway. Okay, we know about the Holloway. Okay. Goodman is a reference to Marvel, to original Marvel publisher, Martin Goodman. Mm-hmm. Lieber is reference to the actual last name of Stanley. Ah! Mm-hmm. And Kurtzberg is a reference to the original last name of Jack Kirby. Wow. That is truly okay. a deep dive, and thank you for going the extra mile, because we were too freaking lazy to do so. Yes. Uh, it was one of those, I was like, oh, let me find some stories to help with my picks. And that was one that I found that explained it. I'm like, because I, I was curious what it is. Um, because also, too, according to um, comicbook.com, GLKNH factors into Jen's story for several years and eventually gets renamed GLKNB after Jen's work rival, Mallory Book, who will be played by Renee Elise Goldsby in the series hmm. when she gets promoted partner. So, okay. So yeah, I, I thought that was pretty cool. Oh yeah. Very cool. That was, that was a, a good, uh, good tribute, which, you know, it, and which, I would love for the Lieber to have a cameo or just a picture of the founder and it be Stanley. Yes. I, I, I take a bust. Yeah. A bust of the three men in the lobby. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. A bust or just paintings of the three of them. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, in the conference room, this is a perfect opportunity. In the in the yep. in the, either in the reception area or a conference room, yep. three excuse me, four portraits mm-hmm. for the four partners. And see, this is a perfect opportunity to drop a Stan Lee cameo and a Jack Kirby cameo. Yes. Yes. Have it's we had great. Jack Kirby cameos? No. no. And even no. a Goodman cat. Well, uh, there there was one kind of sorta in Spider Man. Yeah. Oh, the Kirby Crackle. Yeah. Yeah. Kinda. But but no, this is all right. Those of you at Marvel Studios, I know you're listening. There's there's no denying it. We know you do. <laughs> just just publicly admit it, everything'll be fine. Yeah. Come on the show. Tell us you listen. We won't tell. It'd be, it'd be cool. Just or you know what? You don't even have to you don't even have to come on the show. Just have like a hover bus flying by one of the windows and in, in a scene, you know? We'll just take that as a subtle nod. Oh, we would love to still have you on the show. Yes, we would. So I mean, if damage control somehow had something that looked like the hella bus, you know, in their control somewhere. I mean I'm, I'm yeah, 
I would be mad. Would be mad. If Jen's just laying around wearing an intrepid trio T-shirt, then you know, you know, no, no. I would not mind that one bit. No. There you go. There's just one thing we've got to create an intrepid trio T-shirt. I'm working on. We totally need to. I have. I'm working. I I thought I had one up with the uh, logo, but we do need another. I'll get my people on that. All right. Yes. Um, so yeah, I, I love the tributes cause like, like we talked about with Miss Marvel first episode tribute to a good friend of the show, Joe Carmonia mm-hmm. on the, on the school plate, on yep. plate as he was one of the original letterers, I believe for, for Miss Marvel mm-hmm. he was one of the original team. So I have it. Uh, so Kylan, you're number three. So my number three is Hulk got jokes. Uh, I mean, Specifically, when he says, I was literally a different person then. Mm-hmm. That was funny. Yeah. That was funny. I was like, oh, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah, I see what you did there. I'm, I am waiting for Bruce to crack the line, laugh it up, fuzzball. Mm-hmm. Oh. I mean, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Because that's, that's what he calls her. Yeah. Oh, that's true. He's got to deliver it just like Harrison Ford did. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. So. Number two. I went right back to you. What a crappy reason to get fired. Absolutely. I, 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 I'm just saying, like, it, it, it's, it's like Jen said. If she didn't hulk out, the jury would have been killed. And, and what kind of person would she have been when she could have done something about it? Yeah. But... She does something about it, and then she gets fired. Yep. I've thought about that. Uh-oh. Because, because that, that was one of my choices for, for takeaways with the, with the phrase, no good deed goes unpunished. Right. All right. Here's one scenario for you. First of all, let's say that she doesn't do her Hulk thing, and the jury gets hit with the desk, and mm-hmm. there are people hurt, there are people killed. Mm-hmm. What happens if later on she's outed as the She-Hulk and she gets sued because she could have prevented those injuries, those casualties, but didn't. And that also ties into her, you know, that remember that summing up argument that she was practicing at the first episode Mm -hmm. where she says, you know, with great power. Is it not enough to just keep from misusing that power, but you need to use that power to help others? Mm-hmm. Exactly. See, that summing up is going to come back to bite her in the butt and not yeah. Captain America's butt, but her butt. Mm-hmm. Time and time again. But yes, I am totally with you on that. That was a crappy way to get fired. Mm-hmm. What I also liked with that scene is uh, when the DA, uh, and can I talk to Jennifer? Yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, this is a serious conversation. I'm like, you can have a con- you can have a serious conversation with She-Hulk. You know what? He just didn't like the idea of having to fire somebody who's bigger than him. Well, but the, mo- but the right. mo- the moment she transitions back, the metabol- I-, I love the comment. Sorry, difference in metabolism. Yes, yes. So, uh, I guess my number two. I- now, my number two pick, I, I sent you all the photo, the lock screen. Yes, you did. So, yeah, 
Um, we were taking your word for it, Mike. You didn't have to like. No, I had to share. Mutual aid. I, I, I had to share. Okay, fine. Um, uh, yep, there it is. <laughs> for for me, the the whole first assignment being abomination. Mm-hmm. And of course, when she finally says, "I am going to take the assignment," and Holiday says, "Great, check out the news." Well, we now know where the show's taking place. Yeah, it's yep. paralleling the same time as Shang Chi, mm-hmm. because the clip they're showing is right from uh, Shang Chi. Right. So uh, I found that was pretty interesting and, and very cool because I was curious when. When are we dealing with Abomination? Is this after Shang-Chi? Before Shang-Chi? Well, apparently it's during Shang-Chi. <laughs> which kind of almost parallels me into, I'm hoping one of you guys have this as your pick, about where Bruce is when he takes that last phone call. Yes. Uh, all right. Yes. So let me jump to... Number one. Let's hit that. Because I got, I got comments on Okay. So my number one, like I said, I'm pretty sure this is one that neither one of you would get. Did Wolverine get hinted at? Dude. What? That was my number one. That's <laughs> coming. <laughs> the, two, the two website links. Yes. Wolverine and the Celestial. Because that's the link right yeah. underneath. It's the Celestial still. Um, oh, I even have pictures of that. Or I had the. Uh, <laughs> the sidebar. Actually, it's in it's in the uh, it's in the picture with the, the lock screen. See it there too. See, and I was proud. I was so proud of myself. <laughs> I was so proud of myself. Like there is no way, man. Hang on. <laughs> you any, Kylan? I did not have that as any of my pick choices. Well, I I do appreciate that. <laughs> with the, with the way I hit the my number four, my number three. It was one of those, how can I not? I mean, I went deep this week. You totally did. Because uh, the two, is it's under Iron Man 3s, which I didn't understand why it was called Iron Man's 3. Iron Man 3s. And it's showing a mm-hmm. picture of uh, Eric George. Um, but the first one, man fights with metal claws in bar brawl. Yes. Okay. So this, this wh- where does this hit? Which movie are we, re- are we referencing at this point? Do we have to be referencing a specific movie? Uh, I mean, maybe not. That's, that's that, true. that scenario happens in practically every Wolverine adventure. Yes. Sure. Uh, and then the next one that references the uh, um, celestial is why there is a why there is a giant statue of a man sticking out of the ocean. So they're finally referencing that. Yes. <laughs> so. Sorry, Kylan. It's okay. It's okay. I I should have known better than be too proud. So yeah, just shows you how good we are. Freaking geniuses! There you go. When when you heard my first two, you should have been, should have been afraid. <laughs> That's true, dude. We we should always be afraid of your choices, <laughs> especially especially after uh, after the draft this week. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. All three of us are in a fantasy football league together. So, and our draft was this past weekend. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, yeah. So, uh, I guess Eric, wrap us up with your number one. Okay, I, I am deliberately going away from why Bruce is going back to Sakar. 
because I do want to know, but that can be kind of like a bonus one. But my question here, Daredevil. Okay. No, we know that uh, we know that this law firm wants to have a superhuman law division. Right. Are She-Hulk and Daredevil going to meet up as superheroes? Or are they going to talk as lawyers? Both. And if the and it and if they are here, if they're going to be talking shop legally, is she trying to recruit him to the firm? Is he trying to recruit her? Or is Holiday recruiting? Or I mean, is she trying to start her own law firm because she doesn't like being under Holiday's leash? I, I mean, I mean, technically, Matt does have experience when it comes to superhero law. If you look at uh, Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Yeah, No Way Home. No Way Home. So he does have experience now when it comes to superhero law. Maybe he's being recruited, uh, but we already know that, you know, that's not going to fly because. Matt can't spend, you know, 48 hours away from Hell's Kitchen. So, you know, that that's just not going to fly. Um, I mean, it just it it struck me over the past week that, right. yes, we have two superheroes that are going to be in the same series whose day jobs, quote unquote, day jobs are lawyers. Right. I mean, could it could it be? We see we we see the we see the tease image in the trailer, right? Since and since he's in costume, we both we all immediately leap to oh superhero action. What if it's not? What if this is not superheroes talking to each other, but rather legal lawyer speak? And it completely could be. I mean. That's what we should have done for the name of this for the She-Hulk episodes. Legalese. <laughs> but legal I mean, damage for, still for works. All we know, for all we know, this scene is going to be her getting him to consult on a particular case. Yeah. Which I think would be pretty cool. Yeah. Right. Because it would be kind of like that scene in The Incredibles where they're sitting in the car listening to the police scanner and they're just talking. It's not whammo blammo beat up the bad guy. It's just sitting there drinking coffee and talking. Yeah. Yes. So that's my number one. Any honorable mentions to add, gentlemen? Actually, let's let's talk about Hulk on the on the Scarship. Mm-hmm. Um, question: I'm tr- or my question is: It. I'm trying to remember. Is Bruce back in, in, at the end of Shang Chi? He's there in person, right? He's he's not like Carol in a holographic form or like someone else. No, he was in holograph, man. Was he? Wait, let me think. But his arm. See, this is where I think there's a. Uh, no, Bruce appears via hologram. Okay. Mm-hmm. But his arm's still on the brace. Mm-hmm. This is where there's a a continuity error. Maybe not necessarily, because I got I have a theory. I have a theory, and I think it's going to. I think it's going to be tied to World War Hulk. Right, but when we see him at the end of Shang Chi, mm-hmm. 
it's after the events of abomination of what we see with abomination well i mean no because i mean which means it's after he's been healed by jennifer's blood okay here here's a thought we 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 say we assume that she hulk is taking place during shang chi because of the footage Mm -hmm. we don't know for sure that it was live footage all it said was leaked footage leaked video it could be from the day before the week before a month before there's no telling how long it's been since that happened and that's true too all that says is after that happened whether it's minutes weeks months years we don't know okay Although now, uh, well, we and we know that we we know that um, Wong is in it. Yeah. Yes. So we will be able to get a better idea of time frame. Yeah. Now, and my, so, my go ahead. Sorry. No, no. I just think I like I, my thinking is that okay. By the time we get to so. I would say Shang-Chi takes place in the span of a week. Okay. I would say a little longer. Uh, Maybe four days or so, but I would say the max is a week. So even if, even if uh, Abomination, the, the footage, even if the footage that we're looking at is live footage or fairly recent footage, okay, and you know we got footage of the actual fight. Now we know for a fact that Wong portals him back. Right. We know that happens. Mm-hmm. But let's say that when the fight happens, let me think. In the movie, fight happens. Uh, then shortly after that, fight the happens. Wong up. Big fight. Um. Then they end up they end up at uh, in, in 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 the the land where their mother is from, and I would say they're there for at least two to three days with training before the final battle. Yeah. All right. So we got three days. No, I say we got four days. Uh, for whatever happens, for uh. Bruce's arm to end up in a sling. So things, cause something could still have happened. I don't know. The the ship could have wrecked. Uh, we're and also I, I'm thinking that we're hinting at World War Hulk. So that you know that could have been it too. You know, possibly. Mind you, all this is guessing and playing what if, but you know. yeah, yeah. But we do have a scene from what, that we have seen in one of the trailers where Wong shows up at Jennifer's office. Mm-hmm. We did. We really didn't know why at, at the time that we fir- that we first saw it. At least I didn't. Mm-mm. But now it's pretty clear what that conversation is going to be about. Right. Right. So I, I'm ready. I, I'm looking forward to seeing that conversation happen. We may get a clue as to how long ago it's been. Right. Well, we'll just have to see. Yeah. So that that was my. Uh my honorable mention that I actually had for once. Cool. I actually had an honorable mention <laughs> since we didn't well, discuss it as an yeah. actual uh, yeah. 
My, if I had an honorable mention, it would be I love the fact that she's hating the name. Yeah. Yes. And that, and that it's Bruce who delivers the show title. Yes. Yes. That was awesome. That was awesome. And it was in a way that got on her nerves. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't take much to do that either. No, it doesn't. But I, I love the fact that she's trying to, when she calls Bruce to tell him, and, you, and she just keeps talking over him like he's trying to tell her it's okay. And, you know, then, you know, you find out that Blonsky has sent him one of his haikus and everything. <laughs> and he's just trying to say, look, it, it's okay. It's okay. And she just keeps, and I'm like, uh, okay, yeah, I've had that conversation before. You know what I would ha- I would find hilarious? What? If Bruce is one of these seven soulmates that Blonsky's talking about. Oh, Ooh. my gosh. Now, I, I will admit, I'm, I'm curious to know who these seven soulmates are. I mean, that, that can't be coincidence. It's not just a throwaway number. No. I, I'm, I'm almost, t- I'm, I, I'm wondering, I'm wondering if this isn't Thunderbolts tied in. I'm sure it is, because isn't Abomination part of the Thunderbolts? I, Thunderbolts was so much like Avengers at one point. It's kind of like a bumper sticker, honk if you've been a Thunderbolt. Pretty much, yeah. So, But just because the comics had one particular lineup doesn't mean that MCU version is going to have that exact same. True. Exactly. Well, speaking of which, Kylan was mentioning, and I thought we talked about this uh, before in a previous issue. But Thunderbolts is getting a movie. Yes. Yep. And we were curious, how is this going to be done with Thunderbolt, with William Hurt, who played Thunderbolt Ross, with his passing earlier this year? Right. Well, you know, I've been thinking about it. I have an idea. And I think it would work. So what what they would do is take uh, footage of William Hurt as Thunderbolt Ross. Now, you know that there has to be know some unused footage out there they can either use footage that they already have or some unused footage or whatever and we know that one that at one point thunderbolt ross becomes the red hulk so what we do what they do is uh maybe come up with some footage maybe some creative shooting where thunderbolt ross injects himself or imbues himself with gamma radiation, creating the Red Hulk, and then boom, he's Red Hulk the whole time, and it doesn't matter at that point. And also remember, Rogue One had Governor Tarkin. Yeah. Yes. Peter yes. Cushing has been had been dead for several years at that point. Mm-hmm. But they did a not too shabby job of doing a digital double. Right. Right. They did. Who's to say that that couldn't happen here, too? That's true. True. But, I mean, he wouldn't be the first time that Marvel has recast somebody as a character. Right. Oh, I, I bring up this question. Oh, Brody. I bring up this question. What is the chance that they don't recast William Hart as Thunderbolt and the team gets his name as a, a memory to Thunderbolt? Oh, that's entirely possible, too. That is, too. And with Red Hulk, doesn't, don't we see uh, a child of Thunderbolts in the film? 
with under, uh, Ross in the film outside of uh, Banner's girlfriend in The Incredible Hulk? Uh, be- uh, Betty. Betty. Wasn't there a Maybe. Male? Wasn't there a male? I, I will say this, and I'm just going to throw this out here for what it's worth. Marvel Strike Force is getting Red Hulk. Yeah. It's Thunderbolt Ross. It's the Thunderbolt Ross look. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not going to deny that we could get this is going to be the easier way of going Red Hulk. Mm-hmm. And that with that, um, someone's going to voice match William Hurt. Right. Because that's done all the time with actors who are live that, oh, they can't get the, the actual person. So let's voice match. And right. really, if you take, if, if he goes to being Red Hulk, you don't even have to get too close to William Hurt's voice. Oh, you really don't. I mean, you could you could do some some filter effects in there and do kind of like kind of like what they did with Bruce Banner Hulk. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at. I don't the, know. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh shoot! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, oops. Okay, so I'm looking, at, I'm looking at the various rosters for the Thunderbolts, you know, the various incarnations. Mm-hmm. Um, here's one thing. The original leader of the Thunderbolts was Baron Zemo. Yeah, they're yeah. still out there. So, yeah, so we would have, he, he, is, he is in the MCU. Hawkeye is in the MCU. Uh, let's see. Who else do we have here? Uh, Something Blizzard was Blizzard was Donnie Gill. I think Donnie Gill was in Agents of Shield. Um, Batrock the Leaper. Does that name ring a bell? Oh yeah. wow! Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Doctor Octopus, Green Goblin. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, <laughs> Uh, let's see. Taskmaster was one of them. Uh, Whiplash. Uh, you're talking about uh, God. What's his name? I can't remember his name from Iron Man to the Whiplash. Uh, but we also had. Let's see. Who else? Who else? Who else? Mickey Rourke. Yes. Uh, Luke Cage was once a leader of the Thunderbolts. Yep. Crossbones. Of course, he's dead. So don't worry about him. Uh, let's see. Who else? Deadpool. Punisher. Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider was a Thunderbolt. Winter Soldier. Bucky was a Thunderbolt. Oh. As I'm playing to see if I got the right pitch, uh, U.S. Agent. Yes. And that's being US teased. Agent on it. Uh, Ghost. Let's see. Who else do we have? Uh, let's see. Mr. Hyde. Mr. Hyde. Yeah. 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 From Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. He was there. Ah, here he is. Abomination was uh, on the same team as U.S. Agent and Taskmaster. So, yeah, uh, let's see. America Chavez was one. If we get Taskmaster and we get um, U.S. Agent on the team, don't be surprised if we see Ilana initially. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the question, though. If you have all these characters for the Thunderbolts movie, who are you going to have in the Avengers movies that have already been announced. I think it's going to be Young Avengers. I, so, I you're have gonna, admit, so you're going to have... agree with Mike. I think you're going to have... With Mike on that one. Miss um, Marvel. Mm-hmm. I think we'll still have Captain Marvel as the lead. I think we'll have Photon. 
which I think is so funny. Marvel announces Photon's and Jessica or Rambo's getting her own comic again. It's going to be called Photon. And everyone's like, oh, they're spoiling. It's like, now we know what her character's going to be in the, in the films. Uh, it's like, hello, we talked about this during WandaVision. Yeah. I, I see. This is, this is a problem that the MCU runs into when it gets criticized for, for doing stuff a certain way by people who are not familiar with the comics. Right. Right. It's like, it, it, it's like for, for all she hopes flaws and they, in this does have some people are complaining that she breaks the fourth wall. It's like, she's pretty much all, I mean, she has been breaking the fourth wall for decades. Yes. She was, where the, have you been? She was breaking the fourth wall long before Deadpool. Right. right. And I don't even think she was the first one in Marvel to break the fourth wall. I don't think so either, but I don't think so. Howard the duck. I think Howard may have. I want to say he was after She-Hulk was introduced. No, because, well, okay, yeah, yeah. but sensational She-Hulk is where she broke the fourth wall. I mean, I don't think she was breaking the fourth wall as a savage She-Hulk, was she? She was breaking the fourth wall back in the beginning. Okay. Okay, let's see. I'm looking to see who... Uh, She-Hulk started, okay, 1980. Was she savage She-Hulk? Yeah, she was breaking the fourth wall back then. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it would. So Howard would have been before She Hulk because Howard was in the seventies, right? Say he was seventy five. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was so wrong. Close mm-hmm. but wrong. Howard Duck first appearance, Adventure into Fear, number nineteen, nineteen seventy three. Mm. Since that as a upcoming Marvel Unlimited pick. <laughs> but one of my favorite. Uh, voice actors did his voice in Ultimate Spider-Man. That's Kevin Michael Richardson. Ah, but a good friend of mine from high school did his voice in the Guardians movies, and that was Seth Green. Ah, so um, yeah, I I think it's going to be interesting to see how they set up Thunderbolts because mm-hmm. I th- I think the team's going to be formed before we get to the before we get to um to the movie. And I think right. it may be formed during uh the next Cap movie. Yes. So uh, at this point in time, I'm going to go go with any final thoughts. No, uh, no, I know I'm pretty good. I'm pretty thought it out. And I'm going to leave y'all with this final thought. So I actually have one. <laughs> Olivia Wilde addresses rumored Spider Spider Woman Marvel movie that the because supposedly she has been tabbed to be in a Spider Man film of some sort. Well, rumor has it she's going to be playing Spider-Woman. Oh. So I will leave it there. And I, I'll come back. And uh, one last time, any final thoughts? Nope. Mm-mm. That is my final answer, Regis. <laughs> uh, okay. Then uh, which one of you guys want the honors tonight? Kylan, I think you're up. Okay. Uh, so... Um, Let's see. Uh, so um, Thursday, I am one of the most powerful computing systems on the planet, and this is how we are spending our time together. Only because you won't get to the ending. <laughs> uh, it, it's time to go dark. <laughs> mm-hmm.
Yum, 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 yum,